By signing his extension, C.J. McCollum is continuing what Brandon Ingram started with the New Orleans Pelicans and something this team hopes to continue long into the future. Plus, we got a breakdown of C.J.'s contract details. It's locked on Pelicans. Let's go. You are locked on Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Thursday, training camp underway. We got an open practice this Friday. I got a special guest coming on tomorrow's show as well. I can't wait. I'm excited. I hope you are as well. So I hope you are making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're bringing you the insight you want into this Pelicans team for what should be a really, really fun year. We're doing it Monday through Friday, completely free, no paywall or anything. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment and comment down below on YouTube. So just what is CJ McCollum continuing? This was a little bit of a theme at Pelicans Media Day, not just from David Griffin, and I'll get into his comments in a second, but from pretty much everyone associated with the franchise. CJ just signed a $64 million contract extension. He has two years left on his current deal, and this adds two more years on to the end of it. And we just got the details that kind of make you open your eyes. But just what is CJ continuing? And this was something that David Griffin spoke about when talking about the CJ McCollum extension. Guys are really buying in and wanting to be in New Orleans. And not just like any any dudes, right? Anyone who's like, oh, you're going to give me a max contract? Let me be here. Talented players want to be here. And Griff said something that I thought was interesting. And he said, this started with Brandon Ingram. After the AD trade, Brandon Ingram was in his fourth year and he signed a five-year deal to remain. This was an all-star going, yeah, I'm going to sign a max deal to remain in New Orleans. That is not something we're used to hearing. The narrative around this team has always been, guys want out. When's Zion going to leave? AD forced his way out. Chris Paul forced his way out. They didn't want to be there. David West bolted when he could. No one wants to play for for that franchise, right? It's, whether true or not, been a narrative. And one that, unfortunately, has some high profile examples of. But then you see Brandon Ingram sign that deal. You know, and it continued on after that. A talented player wanting to be here. They traded for Jonas Valanciunas, who's very underrated, I think. He signed an extension showing that he wanted to be here. CJ McCollum, at the trade deadline last year, a number of teams wanted him. And he chose New Orleans and worked with the Trailblazers to make this trade a reality for him to come to New Orleans. And then Zion signs his extension this past offseason. And then CJ now signs an extension remaining here. And there's probably an extension for a guy like Larry Nance Jr. still to come. That was strongly hinted at at Media Day. Players seem to want to be here. It even goes back to a guy like J.J. Redick signing here at the time. Though that didn't work out, that's a guy who would never miss the postseason in his career. A veteran that everyone probably would have wanted on on their team. And the Pelicans signed him, which was kind of eye-opening, I thought. Now, with some of these deals, right... They're rookie deals. 
Brandon Ingram was a restricted free agent. wasn't an extension. He was just a restricted free agent. You know, the Pelicans could have matched anything that he wanted. Fair enough. Zion, kind of a similar situation. This just avoids restricted free agency. Had he become a restricted free agent, restricted free agent, not taking the qualifying offer, restricted free agent, Pels would have just matched any deal, would have kept him here. Similar to what happened, you know, with Eric Gordon a number of years ago. Phoenix offered him a max deal. Pelicans just matched and he was back playing for New Orleans. So you have those where it was always likely that they were going to remain, but you never know with some of those things. Jonas Valanciunas signed the extension, vastly underpaying him at basically $15 million per season. That does say something. And then a guy like CJ McCollum, giving up money, by the way, and we'll get into the contract deals in the next segment, You know, a guy that's well-respected around the league. When you start to look at his contract, and then you actually really look at Brandon Ingram's and Zion Williamson's contracts, these are far more team-friendly than you'd think. And... Those guys didn't get all that they could have gotten or probably even were, you know, wanted. They probably just gave some of this up to be here on principle with how strange some of the contract language and clauses and stuff is. That says a lot. These are guys that could play literally anywhere else. No problem. But they see something going on here. And this was echoed, you know, by Willie Green, Trajan Langdon, and then all of the players talked about how they really like it here. It goes into something that we talked about the other day with Swin Cash and how her department is there that really focuses on trying to, you know, build up these guys and make it feel like a family. And that's starting to pay dividends with players taking team friendly deals. You don't see that everywhere. It's a cutthroat business. Players should try and get as much as they possibly can, everything they can and everything they want. But they're not here. They're leaving stuff on the table. What does that look like? What Exactly what does that mean in terms of CJ's contract details and some of the other guys? Let's break that down coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, your number one source for football betting and any other info you need this season. So you can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find over at betonline.net. They got NBA futures. You feeling good about Zion after he dominated five on five the other night? Didn't miss a shot, supposedly? Plus 3,600 to win MVP. Go get those odds now because they are going to change. Matt Moore, host of Lockdown Nuggets. You might know him as at HP Basketball, and the lead NBA analyst for the Action Network, a betting network, right? Immediately saw Zion and how good he looked the other day and threw money down on him to win MVP. I don't know what else I need to tell you. That is a ringing endorsement. You can go get in on that action with those odds over at betonline.net. So head to betonline.net today. You can use your mobile device to get there as well to learn more about the trends and the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. Very, very, very fun Pelican season. So make sure Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. And of course, comment down below on YouTube. You want to support the show? Number one thing you can do, comment down below. Do you think the Pelicans are going to become a free agent destination in a sense. And I want to get into that a little bit more in the third segment of today's episode. So CJ McCollum, looking at his contract, the $64 million, he gave up a lot to remain here. 
33.3 million the first season, then it declines 30.7 in the final year. That is like a big underpay, I think. That's the final year is about gonna be about 21% of the projected salary cap that year, and actually could even be lower than that if the salary cap really goes up. When you look at guys who are under contract that far, like a Bradley Beal is gonna be making 50 something million dollars that year, you know, in an over 30 season. Or guys who are going to get paid and get paid an astronomical number. Shea Gilgis-Alexander being one of those guys, too, is going to be paid in the meantime and all of that. You look at CJ's value, and you feel good about that. And you have to also factor in, CJ could have gotten more. A little bit on the older side when it comes to paying guys big bucks. But he set career highs across the board his time in New Orleans and on the Pelicans last season. He knows that this team is going to be expensive, potentially capped out in the future. So he could go, if you want to keep me, you got to pay. Otherwise, you're screwed if I walk after two years. You don't have the cap space to you know, replace me with a free agent. And he didn't do any of that, right? 24.3 points per game last season. Shot the third, fourth highest number from 3% his career. But he basically shot 40% from three. These are incredible numbers. Six assists per game as well. Everything you wanted out of him, including that veteran leadership that, look, woke Zion up and got Zion 2.0 to be a very real thing. That is well worth the money that you're paying him there. Bradley Beal might be a better player, even in that season, but is he going to give you 20 plus million dollars more worth of value than CJ McCollum? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So for CJ to give that up, and it's a two-year extension when he could have gotten three, which puts him around th- age 35, 36, and didn't go for that because he knew it would help this team out with the salary cap, with the luxury tax, potentially help them get other players. That really does say something about guys being bought in. I mentioned how Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson were on rookie deal. You know, it's like those rookie extensions, more or less, right? Uh, B.I.'s technically wasn't an extension, but he signed a rookie extension. He was a restricted free agent, all that. It was a five-year deal with no player option. The, that's kind of unheard of at the time. Players, at, you know, when, especially when B.I. was signing his deal, were getting everything they wanted in that. Everything they wanted in that. No player option. For Zion Williamson, a guy who I thought had a ton more leverage, didn't ask for or didn't want a player option in there and agreed to some language that I don't think is a big deal whatsoever, the weight clauses and things like that that are in his contract. Again, I don't think those are big deals, but it gives the Pelicans a little bit of breathing room and no player option. If he really wanted out, you knew he would fight tooth and nail for that player option. Neither of those guys got that in their contracts. That says something. For a guy like Jonas Valanciunas, even before he played a game, Pelicans are underpaying him next year. He's a very solid, good center. He'd get more money, not a ton more than what he's going to make, you know, this season, but more than it would have been, you know, it's less than it would have been if he was a free agent. So all of these guys locking themselves into long-term deals, extensions, are leaving money on the table, which gives the Pelicans more flexibility. That is a big deal. That says buy-in. That shows them committing. You never see things like that in a small market on a team that, as David Griffin said the other day, Hasn't proven anything really yet, despite having you know a good last season, though I do think they proved some things. 
it's incredible the buy-in that you're seeing from these guys. This is why the vibes are high around the team. Everyone feels really good because they are, you know, potential that there's the sum of their parts is big, right? Like you add all these guys up and it's a really talented squad, but it feels like they could be achieving something even greater. This is why people did not want to trade any of them for Kevin Durant last this past offseason. And I get it. I get it entirely for for things like that. So you're seeing them really build for the future. This gives them more flexibility than they would have had. That's important because this team's going to get expensive. You still want to try and improve. And their window for championship contention is not fully open just yet. We don't see this team in the conference finals this coming year. Maybe they can get there and surprise us. But I don't see it. And that's okay. Two years from now, absolutely. A year from now, absolutely. You need that window as wide open as possible to tinker around the margins and try and get better. And these type of deals give you the peace of mind that no one's going to bolt anytime soon and the financial flexibility with the salary cap, even if it's just a little bit, to be able to go and make those type of moves. So what does this mean long term? Can the Pelicans become a type of, a type of free agent destination? And I think they might be in position to do so. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this really fun, exciting Pelicans team. You hear Zion dominated the first five on five they had in training camp. That's awesome. Make Locked On Pelicans your first listen. You're going to want to be locked on here all season long. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Josh Lloyd hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet, probably on other planets too, to be perfectly honest. This dude will help you win your league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts exclusively, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So we are talking about how the CJ McCollum extension is continuing what Brandon Ingram started here with the New Orleans Pelicans. And we're not done. I didn't say CJ McCollum is finishing it. I actually initially had that as kind of the title of the show, the opening of the show. And it's like, no, this isn't done. This is something that the Pelicans hope can continue, you know, long-term. I was going to say foreseeable future, but like longer than that, can this be a forever thing, please? So what's it all mean long-term? The Pelicans hope that when you see these type of players buying in, it sends a message to the rest of the league. And it does. Larry Nance Jr. is going to sign another is going to sign an extension here. That was strongly, strongly hinted at at media day. And then beyond that, when the Pelicans don't have tons of cap space, can they lure an older veteran player to come here and play for a little bit less money because of what they're building, how how they do things, how they operate, the team culture, the atmosphere, the vibes, all of that stuff. And I think the answer could be yes. You have C.J. McCollum, who has a lot of sway around the league. Brandon Ingram seems to be a lot of other NBA players' favorite NBA player. Larry Nance Jr. is a guy everyone respects. And then, oh yeah, there's Zion Williamson. Plus a ton of young talent in Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Dyson Daniels, Jose Alvarado, and others. It's an exciting team to be a part of. So when you have your mid-level exception next year, or your taxpayer mid-level exception, which is less than the non-taxpayer mid-level exception. Can you get someone at $5 million that you normally wouldn't be able to get because of what you're doing, because of these type of deals? And the answer might be yes. I think New Orleans next year is going to look to really change things around the edges and go after some of those big-name, kind of ring-chasing veteran players who want a role on a team, 
but not too big of a role, right? Because they won't do that well anymore and have a chance to win. And that's what they're going to see here in New Orleans. And these deals, when they know Zion's locked up long-term and isn't going to bolt anytime soon, same for Brandon Ingram. B.I. will sign another contract here, it feels like, right? Eventually. We've got a ways to go on that, so we don't have to stress. They're going to be like, that is a stable organization with guys that are playing hard. They're winning. Oh, and they have just enough money that I will take for me to sign with them. That's what's building here in New Orleans. That's why C.J. McCollum is continuing this, because there's going to be more to come in the future. Or you get a superstar player or just a good player who wants out from his current team and looks around the league, and the team wants to do right by him, and he goes, send me to New Orleans. And so New Orleans will give up slightly less than what they normally would have to to get a guy like that. They got C.J. McCollum for cheap when you really think about it, even though we all love Josh Hart. That is what New Orleans is looking for. This could be paying dividends as soon as the trade deadline this coming season. And beyond that, New Orleans is in position to win, hopefully for a while. Not 10 years like some of y'all are thinking. That's a little bit crazy in my opinion. But this team is in position to really continue what started with Brandon Ingram, continued on with the C.J. McCollum trade, a Jonas Valanciunas extension, a Zion Williamson extension, and now a C.J. McCollum extension, and hopefully a Larry Nance Jr. extension in the future. I'm going to be really curious what name we're adding to that list now at the end of this coming season or like middle of February when the trade deadline has ended because people around the league are taking note of this Pelicans team, and that means they're going to want to play for him in the future. Makes me excited. I hope you're excited too. Do you think the Pelicans are going to become a veteran, like a vet player free agent destination? That's what I would call it. Not a free agent destination to go out and sign a max guy. That's not going to happen. They just financially cannot do that under the salary cap going forward. But can you get a good player on a team-friendly deal because he wants to win, because he likes the vibes and the atmosphere here and sees the players around him and knows, okay, I can contribute that and we're going to win now? I think the answer to that is yes, but let me know what you think in the comments down below on YouTube. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Got a guest for you all tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we get set for the weekend and the Pelicans open practice. I will be there. I hope to see you as well. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.